On this week's episode of The Fizz, we catch up from the holiday weekend and talk about the Detroit Red Wings' biggest signing, Patrick Kane. After that, we talk about how bad the Pistons are, MSU's new football coach, and then we get into a heated debate about what is the most overrated food out there. After that, we talk about the Lions in week 13 before closing with a little over under. But before we get into all of that, I have to tell you about our sponsor, Michigan Made Vosa. You guys know about Vosa because I've been telling you about it, but they have two types of beverages. They have one vodka water, which is 5% alcohol by volume, no carbonation with light flavoring. And then they also have their Highline, which is 7% alcohol by volume. It's got some carbonation and a little more sweetness to it. Both are absolutely great options. So if you like vodka, if you like RTD drinks, go pick one of these up at a local Michigan store. They are now with Kate Upton as one of their owners. So they're only getting bigger and better. And hey, who doesn't love supporting local? They support us. So I would appreciate it if you guys could go support them. Vosa, enjoy the finer things. But now let's get into the fizz. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. I am with the main men, Wednesday night, headquarters. We are ready to chop it up. I'm with the main men, Channy Football. How are we doing, Chan? We're doing great, Frank. How about yourself? Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Ice Cold Brew Lou is also with me. How are we doing, Lou? Good to be back in person, baby. Fuck Rivergate. Fuck Riverside. Let's rock and roll live. Yes, and for anyone who has no idea what that is, which I'm guessing is most people listening, Riverside <laughs> is the the like software we use to do it remote, um, and it's just it's just not as good when it's remote. It's nothing like the real thing. It's but, nothing like it. I like looking at your face. I like smelling wow. Chani's shitty breath. Well, all right, um, <laughs> Easy that's button. why we're here, boys. Yeah, uh, and we got producer Mike <sighs> with us. We do, which is always a treat. Producer Mike in the house. Yeah, it's always nice because when we do him remote, he's just not part of the fun at all. He's no. just in the group chat and he has no idea what's he's going like on. He's texting about the over-under. Yeah. yeah, texting like eight times in a row with no response. Yes, we're like texting what we're going to talk about and he's giving his opinion. We're just like disliking each one of them. <laughs> like no, one wants, no one wants his opinion when he's not with us. Um, but yeah, happy to be back. I know we had the holidays, the Lions schedules kind of messed us up. You know, you, you, we've all been trying to travel to the same location, but... I got a lot of DMs, a lot of questions. Hey, where's the fizz? What's going on? But, you know, hey, work in progress, trying to get this one out each week, trying to do it more in person. So we just appreciate you guys bearing with us as we operate this whole thing. That's right. That's right. So big holiday weekend. Yeah. Kind of a letdown at the start. I know we had a great time at the tailgate yeah. going last week. Yep. A lot of cheese heads around. Yep. Probably the most, what, saturated fan base this year that we've seen. Probably the most opposing fans that we've seen, I guess. Yeah, and definitely, the, like, I thought the most, like, they were the nicest ones. They were. They, yeah. they truly were. It was were, a very wholesome tailgate. It was a Midwest lot of kids. Canadian. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of kids, a lot of family. We had a, a full family of anal zone fans, yes. mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the cheeseheads were, they're always nice. They're just nice Midwest They really were. People. And even when I went to Green Bay, it was like the same thing. It's just like they're like half Canadian, half 
Michigander, like it was. See, I kind of get that vibe, but I also take it a different way. Like, like they're kind of like happy for us that we're good now, and they've been good all the years. It's kind of almost like patronizing. Yes, no, exactly. No, that, like during when I was at Lambeau, like surrounded by all the fans, like yeah, they were super nice. But like everyone's kind of nice to you when you're not a threat. Yeah, like, at they're, all. they're like kind of like demeaning you. Yeah, and they and they just full confidence. We're just like the Detroit Lions are not going to beat us. Like we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> it's nice you guys are having a good season. <laughs> yeah, I love how we're turning this just fuck them yeah. yeah they can all get fucked but i agree with lou like absolute just uh family family wholesome tailgate a lot of like love and thankfulness going on yeah i would love to see what it, we should start doing like uh post tailgates you know people coming out of the stadium and see how nuts it would be uh, hey that's a good idea for the next couple games here yep yeah i don't hate that i mean the thing that I got out of the tailgate was like a lot of old timers and like traditionalists. So yeah. people who have been coming to the Thanksgiving game for maybe 15, 20 years, season tickets holders. We talked to some people, what, 45, 50 years yeah. season ticket holders. Every Thanksgiving spent yes. at, in a shitty parking lot in Detroit. Yes. Yeah. Or Pontiac. Or Pontiac. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. So it was, it was cool <laughs> to see that. And I felt like it's been pretty young. For every other tailgate, pretty energetic, pretty lively, kind of the newer generation clinging to this team. I felt like the SOL, some people who saw the last championship came out for the Thanksgiving game and and kind of had their day yeah. with this team. And and like that and the kids, just so many yep. kids. Yeah, never, you never heard had... all the faithful there, like crack man we ran into, yes. lion eyes. That was just like a love fest. It was, Yeah, dude. they were, I'm thankful for you, brother. No, I'm thankful for you. Yes. Like It was just, it was insane. And everyone thought we were just going to smoke Green Bay, even the Green Bay fans. And obviously that... That didn't and then, like, compared to the week before, too, against Chicago, it was, like, full throttle slap in the face. <laughs> yes. Fuck your mother. Yes, like, I totally, <laughs> yes, know? exactly. That was, like, ruthless. <laughs> We're, like, making fun of that guy's T-shirt, you know, like, and then this week, yeah, it was total, uh, total switch up. Turkey legs all around, family-oriented. We're a family-oriented podcast. We are. It's right. G. We do it for everybody. Yeah, we That's do. That's right. Mm -hmm. We do it for everybody. So, weekend started off. Good but bad because we obviously lost. Yep. And then kind of just like lay low. Like didn't do much the rest of the weekend. Had a couple Thanksgiving dinners yeah. with leftovers. Did a DIY project here or there. But like very boring like mid-30s weekend yeah. where I, I somewhat adulted. I think, uh, yeah, we must be getting older. It was the most tame weekend of thanksgiving i've ever had normally i come out of this weekend like banged up like i'm hoping the hangover's cleared by today uh it was just not the case this year i don't know what it was maybe we're just getting older or what but yeah no i had i had a very similar weekend i i mean i'm banging out christmas lights ho 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 motherfucker right now um <laughs> you gotta I mean, explain that a little bit yeah so uh christmas light business the lighting authority you can't really have enough authority you got the mosquito authority you moved to lighting authority there's plenty of authority to go around, yeah. um, but this is the busiest time for us. So I like worked until nine, 10 o'clock on the biggest bar night of the year. Um, my buddies are like, oh, we're going up to the hub. We're doing this and that. I'm like, I just want to like go home and sleep and eat yeah. and like shit my pants, you know, like <laughs> other than ho, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, shit your pants and then authority. I worked all day Saturday and Sunday. I like slept on and off throughout the entire day, ate pizza all day. Like I, I have to be gaining weight at an alarming rate right now, which is totally fine. And it's probably going to keep escalating now with all the <laughs> holiday parties coming along for Christmas and whatnot, but it's uh, the season for it. All good. Good stuff yeah a lot of drinking a lot of eating 
Um, so let's keep it rolling though. Yeah. Let's no, keep it rolling. And, and I just want to, you know, Thanksgiving, like that weekend, I feel like doesn't get its due. No. Like and it's such a long weekend. It's so great too. Like you yeah. kind of get lost. Like whether you're, even if you're having a shithead weekend, like I've had plenty of them over that weekend or you're having a lazy one, you kind of just get lost in time and space of like what day is what, like what, and it's like nice. Like it's just open. It's, like, it's very long. And I feel like every Thanksgiving weekend is the rivalry weekend in college football. So mm-hmm. you're getting Florida, Florida State, Auburn, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State. You're getting huge rivalries. Mm-hmm. And that's only like halfway through your weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was some great college football on Saturday. Um, Washington, Washington State, Oregon game was awesome. Michigan, Ohio State was a great game. Um, UCLA, Cal kind of sucked, but I did have the Golden Bears, so shout out to them. Raise up. Was Oregon awesome because you, like, had them minus 14 and a half? That was. I was gonna say, <laughs> that was weird. my favorite part. Surprised it had to do with betting. Um, yeah, I mean, and even just, like, you got the wings on Thanksgiving Eve, and then uh, Friday we had the wings. I think that was a 1 o'clock game on a Friday. Yes. Yeah, and that rocked yep. the day after Thanksgiving, and they beat the Bruins. Like, so – you know, it was good stuff. You know, if you obviously the Lions kind of put a bad taste in our mouth, we got to sit with that one for fucking ever. That's that, probably their worst game of the year, right? Oh, it's, it had to be. Yeah, it absolutely for sure. it had to be. Oh well, Baltimore, but Baltimore's a respected at least team where right. it was like, okay, good team, whatever. We were going into like this game thinking like this is where we turn around Thanksgiving. We haven't won since two thousand seven years, dude. Like we're all we're much better team than the Packers. We already beat the doors off of them in Green Bay. Like we're going to steamroll them and roll into fucking Thanksgiving like with a big smile on our faces. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Turn the page. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it gonna, happens. We'll, we'll get into it a little more. But basically, all I just want to say is, you know, I feel like Thanksgiving a lot gets overlooked. Yep. Um, and I don't like to overlook Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday. It's my favorite Football. holiday, to be yeah. honest with you. Chill. You know, no question. I, yeah, I like it a lot. And this goes into, I see what we got in the sheet here. You were, you were going to ask, like, is Black Friday dead type yeah. deal? Yeah. And I think this kind of goes hand in hand with it. I feel like Thanksgiving's almost made more of a comeback because of the lack of excitement around Black Friday. Black Friday. Like, you don't have, like, your aunts and moms and... Leaving dinner like, and le- shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, like, preparing for a Friday. Yep. You know, now it's just, like, hop your ass online. I will, I will say, though, like, I don't think Black Friday is completely dead. Maybe from, like, our like our group of people and our friends and stuff like that. Like, we're not big Black Friday shoppers, or we never have been. But my girlfriend's family is from Frankenmuth, so she went up there uh, Thanksgiving, and they went to Birch Run on Friday. And she said she got there at 5 in the morning. There were people tented out in front of the Lululemon store up there. Line really? Was wrapped around the door. Tented out? Tented out at Lululemon. I thought, see, what I, kind of deals are we talking about she, here? Did she give any details? She did. She did. She actually brought me back some <laughs> They're shorts. They're also probably like posted. Some public. shorts. <laughs> she got me some pants. They were, uh, so I'm, I'm a 36 and she got too me. Too much. <laughs> People don't need to know that. I'm a 36 waist, 32 length. Um, and she brought me back 28 length pants. Oh, give them to me. Like fucking calf yeah, give them to me. Those are, those, that's just like a Euro cut for yeah. me. What are you yeah. like trying to get like a new pair from the listeners? Like yeah. you're giving out your measurements. I'll send over the GoFundMe <laughs> if you guys want to get together and maybe pinch a couple bucks together. And Girlfriend you know, camped out to get you some pants. <laughs> dogging her on the air. Just absolutely dogging her. 
Got the wrong size. I went over with her three or four times before she got there. Unacceptable, if you ask me, really. But you should have been tenting up, buddy. I do think it's actually like twenty-eight is not even like in the realm of. Dude, it was like all wrapped around my calf. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's short for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not so a big guy. I did end up getting some nice shorts and everything. Um, so that was cool. But they were <laughs> the deal. The deals cool, were great. Man. They were like thirty dollars. That is pretty cool. Thirty bucks. Uh, for for shorts that were normally 70. Okay. So yeah, pretty good deal. So, yeah. But, like, I didn't think people did that anymore. I really didn't. Like, yeah. have you seen the clip that's gone around on the internet? It's from, like, I think it's from, like, 2021. But it's some electronics store in London. And they're, like, getting ready to open the doors. And they, like, open the doors. And all the employees are, like, <laughs> waiting for this rush. And, like, one guy with headphones yeah. walks in. <laughs> and he just, like, looks around at all of them. And all he was doing was picking up his pre-ordered laptop, <laughs> like, before work. Like, it was just, like, it was, like, okay, Black Friday seems a little dead. It seems dead. And wasn't it open, like, the night before? Like, the night of Thanksgiving stores open? Yeah, and I think there was, like, this big, like, you know, like, political, like, not actual politics, but, like, pushback of, like, I remember, like, Target was like, we're not opening our... You're not taking away from family time. we're not opening on Thanksgiving. We're not opening on Thanksgiving. And then, like, a lot of, you know, it got, like, a lot of media behind it. And a lot of people started doing that. Yeah. And that's why I guess it's kind of dead, too. It's like, you don't have to go on Black Friday. They got deals the whole entire weekend. And then you got Cyber Monday on top of it. It's like, I'm not going to fucking camp out. Yeah, but I want to see the fights. Remember, (laughs) like, the early years of YouTube? People, like, died, man. Like... People were, like, <laughs> ripping each other up over a 32-pack of toilet paper yeah. in 2020. Well, that was, like, COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a little, that we're was talking a little, more like a 46-inch yeah. TV We're not talking jammer. about the pandemic, dude. We're talking about Black Friday. Yeah. Like, Best Buy. But I got a pair of shorts. <laughs> I don't With think, Black like, Kroger. Shopping I don't think, bottles of water. And I don't think, like, Kroger does Black Friday deals. It's not like, oh, this is when we stock Celery's up on groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Might yeah. be onto something. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're mixing Produce up. Produce 50% off. You're mixing up Black Friday. Friday with uh, with COVID, with COVID-19, the pandemic. Uh, I didn't do Black Friday. We did get sucked into Cyber Monday, though. Sucked in, though. I mean, you're just on the laptop. No, no. What happened was we cleaned out a drawer, and we found a ton of gift cards from our wedding shower. Okay. Somehow got buried in a kitchen drawer, so we had, like, William Sonoma. So we were like, all right, we're waiting until Cyber Monday, and we're pouncing on something. Yeah. Ended up getting, like, a seven-and-a-half-quart pot for the stove. <laughs> Man, you guys are telling us. You something. wild, bro. <laughs> Take it easy, All right, dude, we got to go out next year. Like, we got to go to the bar. We New Ottoman <laughs> came in. Man, dude, next year, if we're talking about William Sonoma pots, COVID, and what you worked and got some My small pants. Yeah, dude. Like, we can't. Next year, we got to go. Dude, we got to go out. We got to hit the bars or something. We got to have better stories than this. This sucks. Was that the big buy, though, Chandler, the Sonoma? Or <laughs> yeah, talk it to was. Me more. Got a prep station for the basement. You should bring we the pot in next going on. I, Hey, I will it. bring it. I will cool. bring it. I will tell you this, though. Originally, $500 had 200 in gift cards. We only paid $115. Was it for a pot? For, like, this... Yeah, I guess. Is it a cauldron? You can have it for your whole life. My mother-in-law said you could have anything for your whole life. I mean, (laughs) you just gotta hold on. But this is like this is like top of the line, I guess. (laughs) Okay, these are. I gotta make first. I gotta get eyes on this pot. Do you have like a warranty on it? Um, I don't know what I have. Do you do a pay-as-you-go type thing? No, (laughs) yeah, I financed (laughs) it. (laughs) Financed the pot. (laughs) Hundred with a gift card. Yeah. 
This is the dumbest combo in the world. Um, well, that's good. Uh, the other thing I feel like too is like with Black Friday, like the deals just don't end. Like right. I, I'm even with the champagne store. Like I was like deals end Monday, but they're still up. Anybody who wants to go get them, like go do it. You're going for the week. Yeah, right. So free shipping, trust it. Grit don't quit, champagne, all those codes will work. Just type type one of them in, you'll get a discount somewhere. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So I, get the merch. Get the merch. Another thing that's kind of irking me right now is Ooh. is uh, a conversation I had at work today. So controversial topic. I didn't know it was so controversial. I've always thought Die Hard, great movie, was a, sure. a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas Eve going into Christmas. So I consider it a Christmas movie. Guys at work, mm-mm. Not a Christmas movie. So I'm wondering where you guys stand. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? If someone says, name your top three Christmas movies, can you put Die Hard in that list if you put it top three? Um, so you remember, you remember like a while ago, we did this segment on the show and it was like things you're embarrassed to admit you haven't seen. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't seen Die Hard. Wow. What? Yeah. And I think I've lied about it, I think, on the show about I think it. even producer think you, Mike said, oh, no. Yeah, I think if did. you go look up, like, old clips, I'll be like, oh, yeah, who hasn't seen Die Hard? And, like, I'm lying <laughs> because <laughs> I'm scared to admit it. But I, I've i never seen Die Hard. And you guys can berate me like I'm telling you I'm I'm speechless, actually, to be honest with you. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. That's so, bad. It's so, not good. Like, I even lied to you today <laughs> because I was like – you brought up Die Hard, and I was like, if he wants to do it on the show, I'm going to admit you that I've You didn't even try to watch it in between? Watch the movie in between? <laughs> no. Have it out in the background? No. But I lied McClane. to you. You were like, don't you, do you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a Christmas <laughs> totally. thing. It happens. You're like, it, it happens the Christmas Eve into Christmas. I'm like, oh, that's what I've been saying. And then I was like, all right, I, gotta, I can't live this lie anymore. I've never fucking seen it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Lou, I know you didn't pass up on a Bruce Willis classic. No, dude. Are you kidding me? I love Bruce Willis. I, I 100% think it's a Christmas movie. I watch it every year. It's kind of hard not to. It's blasted in your face on almost every network. TNT, yeah, TBS. I mean, geez, absolutely Christmas movie to me. No questions asked. Shout out to Bruce too, man. Yeah. Guy's yeah. going through some struggles Fighting, right now. And he's a he's an absolute legend, goat to the game. So shout out to Bruce McLean. John McLean, baby Praise forever. Up. Yep. Love you, Bruce. Yeah, no, so I haven't seen it. It's pretty embarrassing. I'm going to change that this year. I'm going to watch Die Hard and... Um, report back? Yeah, report back. Okay. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, what I did watch before we started the show was a lot of Patty Kane material because, oh boy, is Detroit buzzing because the Detroit Red Wings have signed Patrick Kane, the all-time leading goal scorer, point getter in American... The, the, most points ever scored by an American hockey player wow. has just signed with the Detroit Red Wings for one year, $2.75 million. Um, I am so jacked about this, and I think why I'm even more jacked is because I never thought it would happen. I, I don't care how, how long he was like linked to the team, how many times the rumors were that he would, could come to Detroit. I never thought this would happen, and even more detailed about it, I never thought this would be a move that Steve Eiserman would make. Yeah, absolutely. I am fucking absolutely gassed up for it. The cane train, I think, is the term going around. Oh, yeah. The cane People are train. Saying it. People are saying uh, it. Dude, what an absolute steal to go in there and grab him. I know that he had a couple other options there. He played a lot of puck here growing up as a, as a kid. He, you know, he's a Detroit guy through and through. It just made sense for him to come back 
finish it off, maybe finish off the career with the Red Wings, hopefully. Yeah. That'd be something cool to see. Um, we're on a little win streak now, too. No better time to bring them in. And, you know, we're all systems going. One thing that I loved was uh, Sprong actually bowed his 88 jersey to Patty Kane, took over 17. That's an ultimate respect move from him. The team's already gelling. They're welcoming with open arms. Let's rock and roll. I agree. And you know what? For someone who's not a Wings fanatic like you guys are and not in the know, it's star power. It's name recognition. It's getting big names to Detroit. And you're positioning yourself, you know, you, you see what he's done over the years. Iserman's kind of played it cool, played it cool, tried to build up some young guys, get them through the draft, and now he's just starting to strike with Debrinket in the offseason, with Patrick Kane, both big names. Um, you can see what they're building and what they're stacking, and everyone in Detroit should be excited for a big name like this choosing to come to Detroit when there were other suitors looking for him. Absolutely. I mean, he was looking at – he had Dallas talking to him. He had the Panthers talking to him. Uh, Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of teams talking to Patrick Kane. He ends up in Detroit. Things you need to know about Patrick Kane, because now he's here, team, you got to know the details. 1,237 points in 1,180 games. That is the most – scoring done by an American player of all time. He, since joining the league in 2007, 2008, he was selected number one overall in the 2007 NHL draft. Um, He is third in points since entering the league, only behind Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin during that time. Uh, He's won three Stanley Cups, playoff MVP in 2013, and he won the Hart Trophy in 2016. Um, This guy is a fucking hockey legend. And the fact that he landed here in Detroit is like crazy to me. And I've read a few articles on this, obviously. A lot of people said the biggest difference was Iserman went out and visited him in person, was one of the only ones who did it. I mean, when you got Steve Iserman staring across you at the table, like, I just think it's such a fucking deal changer. I mean, I know it's such a deal changer. 100%. You're looking at one of, you know, so Iserman went and got that guy. Another thing, too, is recently, since leaving Sweden, they've separated Larkin and Debrinket on a line. They've broke those two up. Um, And I think... A big reason why Kane wanted to come here is because he plays so well with Debrinket. The mm-hmm. last time they were together, Debrinket put up 40 goals two seasons in a row. Kane is an absolute playmaker. He makes everyone around him better. Yep. And those two, be- Larkin and Kane being separated, uh, sorry, Larkin and Debrinket being separ- separated gives an opportunity for Kane to be on the line with Debrinket without top-loading the line with Larkin, Debrinket, Kane. Mm-hmm. So I think these were all things that played in his decision to come here. He's had some awesome quotes in, like, the 48 hours that he's the been The interviews signed. have rocked. They've rocked. Yeah. I mean, him saying, like, every time I would consider going to a different team, I kept coming back to Detroit. Detroit was always in my heart throughout this process, which just, like, kind of surprised me. Like, I right. knew he played here a little bit growing up. I mean, he's a Buffalo guy, though. Yeah. Buffalo is another team that was courting him pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of thought he'd go there, but they're, they're fucking just bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have a history of bad. The bad just kind of sticks to them. Uh, so I was just surprised that he like had such a passion to come here, even though he played a little hockey here growing up. Did he up. play on Honey Baked or Little Caesars? I think it was Honey Baked. I think it was Honey Baked. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I so like the reactions around the league are you know very like around NHL Twitter and all of that are like different. Obviously, mm-hmm. even within the Wings community, people have like a love and hate for it. So I actually put together this like quadrant. It's like a guide to like judge how Patrick people react to Patrick Kane signing with the wings. So like 
picture four quadrants. You got, you know, one, two, three, four. So top left, it's you hate the wings, you love Kane. You have a gun to your head right now. You're just, you're, this is a nightmare for yeah. you because you're a Chicago Every black. Chicago fan right just, now. Yes, right. <laughs> and like, we're not even going to talk about Perry and Bedard. Like, right. forget that that's all going on right now. I mean, this Patrick Kane going to the Detroit Red Wings is like Sergei Fedorov going to the Chicago Blackhawks, like at the end of his career or yep, something right. like that. Like, that's what this would be. It would just be, or a Datsuk going right. there. Like, it would be a nightmare. It's not quite like a Taves or an Iserman or like a, but it's, it's, I mean, this was their best player. Yeah. Arguably of all time. Um, so then, so that's the top left. That's hate, hate the wings, love Kane. That's you have a gun to your head. Hate the wings, hate Kane. You are saying things like, no one has ever come back from this hip surgery that he had. The guy is washed. Good luck with that. The guy doesn't play defense. The Iser plan is failing. Like, if you hate the wings and you hate Kane, you can just lean on the most low-hanging fruit ever. You're dead. Yes. Like, you're just you're leaning on the lo- lowest-hanging fruit you can find. If you love the wings but you hate Kane, this is, like, the this is the part of Twitter I don't like at all. You know, it's, like, because Kane's got, you know, I think he, like, fought a cab driver. He's yeah. got some he's got some misconduct allegations that he was never charged with. Nothing came of it, you know. But people will say, like, oh, but you should look at his past. You have no morals. Um, people are blaming him morals. for, like, yeah, right. People are blaming him for, like, not stepping up during that whole, like, Oh, the Kyle, Blackhawks the Kyle scandal. Beach thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it was a guy, it's a guy on the team. I right. don't know. So, like, they're like, what about Kyle Beach? He's not a leader, you know. And then a lot of people are, you know, they're unfollowing because, like, they're, they're, they hate how excited I am that we got Peace. Patrick Kane. Yeah. And then there's obviously, if you love the wings and you love Kane, it's just like, you know, hit the train horn, Mike. That's it's all it is. It's just all aboard. It's all aboard. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Well, he'll definitely bring excitement, energy, confidence a veteran presence in the locker room, um, none of which are in the other locker room of don't the team transition that plays yet. there. Don't transition yet. Really? Oh, don't transition yet. I okay. got a couple more things I want right. to note. I apologize, All but right. I think the people will want to hear these things. One of my favorite quotes of the day was Dude. one of the interviewers asked Iserman. Iserman gave, like, in my opinion, like a hilarious Iserman interview. Like, So he always – when Iserman uh, – like does his zooms, he sits in his office, it looks like at his house, and all the windows are directly behind him. Mm-hmm. So like all the light beams in and he's just like a silhouette. Like it's <laughs> like you can't even fucking see him. And today was like, I think they told him to blur out his background. Put and the all, shades down, Stevie. And he just won't. <laughs> Dude, so Steve Eisenman in this interview, like he has the light beaming behind him. So he's like blurred, but I th- they're now having him like blur out the background. But like when the lighting's that bad, it just turns into like this, bl- everything's blurred. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's just blurred. It's all blurry. <laughs> he's rocking a, a Wings hoodie, but it's, it's Reebok. And Reebok was like the NHL, like they don't make Reebok Wings hoodies anymore. Mm-hmm. And like that had to be from like the Crosby era of hockey. Yeah. And oh to me, God. it's just like the NHL is probably like, no, come on, put the Adidas or the Fanatics one on. And he's just like doing the Kane interview <laughs> and a hoodie at his home. You can't see him blurry with the Reebok hoodie on. And he's Steve Eisenman and he doesn't fucking care. And that's why I love him. Um, but they asked him today, they're like, so, you know, Steve, like this is a pretty, you know, big signing that is not like you. Uh, to go make a signing like this, like, you know, are you, you know, doing this just for like the fans and all of that? And he just says, you know, in essentially he, he kind of goes for a while, but he says like, we don't make signings on this team to sell jerseys. 
like I, I signed Patrick Kane to in, improve our power play and make our team better. And like, I just, th- I obviously always love Steve Eisenman, but like, those are the reasons why. Yeah. Cause it's like, you could look at this and say like, I don't know, was this just to like fire up the fan base and blah, blah, blah. Right. But like, no, he asked all the questions that everyone has. Like he had a ma- he had a ma- Kane had a major hip surgery that a lot of players haven't come back with. He watched him work out. He asked the trainers, he talked to the doctors he found out his timeline. Oh, he like, did his homework. Did his fucking homework. Like, no what do people think? Like, Eisenman yeah. didn't consider these things? 100%. And uh, obviously, you can tell I'm re- really fucking excited. And I think I'm more excited that, like, I'm glad Patrick Kane's on the team. If Kenny Holland makes this signing, it's like I'm less confident in it. Yeah. Because Eisenman did it, it's like now I trust it even more that this 35-year-old coming off this, like, hip surgery can actually fucking play. Mm-hmm. Guess what he didn't have surgery on? His wrists, his arms, and his fucking sniping ability. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are ready to rock. And on top of all that. And his, or his brain. Like, I mean, right. yeah. yeah. Like, he's <laughs> like, smart. Yeah. Like, we didn't sign him to sell jerseys. But guess what? He is going to put asses in the seats. And he is going to put jerseys on people's back. Yes. And we're going to be rocking out fucking LCA for the rest of this year with him on the squad. Yes. And speaking of his jersey, which you already did, like, you said Sprong switched the jersey. But I think it's kind of funny. No, no one's worn 88 in Detroit Red Wings history. And then this year, two guys have worn it. Wow. Which is kind of funny. Fun that fact. Is. Yeah. Fun uh, fact. Sprong wearing 17. Great number, by Brad the way. Brad Hall. D- Dougie, Dougie Brown. Yep. Do we just sign every good U.S. player at the end of their career? We got Kane, Chelios, Hall, Madano. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Pretty we much. get every good player at the end of their career. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, I mean, Chelios fucking, they thought he was going to be a couple years. He did 11. Yeah. You know, Madano got a, ran into Babcock and got his, like, wrist slit. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm just hoping Kaner can uh, put it away. I think he's going to be great, man. I think he's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I can't. I mean, I'm fucking over the moon about it, if you can't tell. <laughs> Brings energy, doesn't it? Dude, it's so exciting. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, this is him. This is Iserman saying, like, we're making the playoffs. Right. Like, I'm not. Like, we're going to the fucking playoffs. Oh. This is a playoff. You don't do this if you're not in contention and if you don't yeah. want to get past around the playoffs. And I really think he wants to get some of these players on the roster playoff experience. Like, mm-hmm. I don't – I was trying to figure out – I could look this up, but I don't know if Larkin's, like, played in a playoff game. Bertuzzi never has. did, and Larkin was like – I don't think he has. I don't think he has. So he's saying, like, we got to get in these playoffs. I don't – you know, knock on wood, think we're a cup contender right now. I think that's safe to say unless you want me to just go full, you know, hot tape. Do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do it. Oh, what, yeah. you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking nervous. Do I seem nervous? I'm fucking all jacked up. But Chandler's I just there's journalistic integrity is out the window again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's and that's real fucking flimsy. We know your journalistic integrity. It's what we do here. Yeah. But Journalists. I think Eiserman said, like, we gotta get in these playoffs, I gotta get these these guys some experience. And then if we make this push, we can lock in Kane for a couple more years and really try to jump through a window. Yep. Amen. I mean, look at the NHL. How many eight seeds make a run? How many six seeds make a it's run? It's just get in. All get, you got to do in. is have a hot goalie yep. and get in, and you can make a fucking run. Look at the Blues, what they did with Bennington. Like, yes. There's plenty of opportunity out there. Um, we got goal scorers. We've had some pretty solid goalie play. Defense is all right. You never know. And like, I mean, this contract is literally no risk. It's at, it's two point seven five million. We still have ten million in cap space. I mean, I don't think Iserman's done. Like, you you win three games like this, you go get Patrick Kane. You identify what's the next thing you need. Maybe a defenseman. Our goaltending situation's a little fucking weird right now. Yeah. This, you know, I don't think he's done. You still got room to operate. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You still got room to operate. So 
Last note, and I promise I'll shut up, but I think it's wild that we sign Kane, and he's not playing in these games, but, like, the next two games, like tonight, Rangers, tomorrow, Blackhawks. Wow. And it's just those are the two teams he played for. The hockey gods are just funny. And apparently he's supposed to start next week uh, versus Buffalo, I was just his hometown. Say, yeah. so, that's awesome. God, I can't wait to fucking see him. That's, that's hilarious. Know who I can wait to not see? Oh, God, don't do it. The Detroit Pistons, who are going to get about three minutes out of this segment because – not only are they bad, they're atrocious. They got smacked in the mouth last night by the Wizards, who, if you haven't looked, are the second worst team in the league. They've lost now 14 straight. So our last three tapings have been a nine-game losing streak, a 12-game losing streak, and now a 14-game losing streak. They're arguably the worst franchise in sports right now, and their owner has not had a press conference this year, I don't think. I haven't heard from them since the losing streak. There haven't been move made in the front office in year four of Troy Weaver's plan. So, guys, I don't know if you've been watching them. I don't know why I still even turn the damn game no, on. Yeah, but Chandler, I've been watching every game. <laughs> it's Crazy. gotten to the point where <laughs> I think we could argue they're the worst franchise in sports as of today. Um, although the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, might take the cake. Yeah, but the only I feel like the difference there is like like the NFL is like almost designed to go from first That's to true. worst like and the NBA is is just not um dude they're I mean they're I I couldn't I didn't know that the Wizards were as bad as us, like a three-win team yeah. and they just like beat the doors off of Killed us. Killed us by 20. That's insane. Got shelled. And you know what this made me think of and like I if you guys remember this it would be Crazy, and I tried to find it on the internet, and I couldn't find it. But back in the day, like you guys remember ESPN, the magazine, like that giant yeah, magazine yeah. had awesome pictures. It was like so cool. And back in the day, I think we were like in eighth grade, so it was you know Pistons were top of the world. They did a ranking of all four major sports organizations and ranked them from one to whatever that adds up yeah. to, like 120. Yeah. And uh, the Pistons were number one. They were on the cover. It was Bill Davidson. He was, like, called the number one owner in sports. Whew. It had, like, Ben Wallace holding the fucking trophy. The and it palace. Was, it was this whole spread. Yeah. And, it, and this was not of the NBA. It was all four major American sports. And the Pistons were ranked, like, the number one organization um, in, in all of sports. But, and, you know, number two, it's, like, you know, it's up there, like, the Yankees. And, you know, it's the orgs, the big ones. Um, and I, it's just wild to think about, like, where we are right now. I know and that was long... when about 2008, somewhere in no, there. No, 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 no. This oh. was like 2004. Okay. Gotcha. 2005. I think it was eighth grade. So I think it was the year after we won the championship when we, and then we lost to the Spurs in the finals. So it took 20 years for us to go from the best to maybe the worst in <laughs> yeah. sports. Yeah, it's a 20 year turnaround. And Tom Gore's like, I, I, has he said anything? Like, has he done anything any one thing what no like I, I i have never seen a less involved owner in all of sports he bought it for 300 million back when he bought the pistons everyone's valuing them over a billion like why don't you just just cash out at yeah, this point in time you yeah. made your money you're two to three x like just get out the way because we've seen it in this town i mean william clay ford to sheila ford hamp has been a world of difference. Mike Illich to Chris Illich has been a world of difference. In the opposite direction. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Iserman's the only thing probably. Mike Illich right. as a Red Wings yeah. owner against Chris Illich as a Red Wings owner. It 
uh, an owner makes all the difference, and you see it across all sports, whether it's Robert Kraft, Mark Cuban, um, you name it, good franchises stem down from good ownership, and it's such bad ownership with Tom Gores that they cannot turn this around with a new GM. They cannot turn this around with new players. They have to turn it around by having the team sold and getting a new voice in there. I mean, I think we all probably listened or saw, like, Valeni's rant. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard it. He did, like, a 12-minute, like, longer version of what you kind of just did there and laid mm-hmm. out, like, all the stats and stuff. And he and he, had, he said at one point, like, it's, it's like you almost forget Detroit has a professional basketball team, which is, like, really heartbreaking to say, but it's, like, pretty true like they are i still get the notifications on my phone that like a game starting like halftime updates but like no i when i see that i have like no desire to Uh, down 20 yeah right i'm like okay (laughs) like i'm not flipping that on us against the lakers i mean and you see like on twitter people like posting photos like why am i at this game you know and it's just like it's just it's like it's Detroit is like a respected storied program. This isn't like, this isn't yes. an expansion team with it's no crazy. championships. It's a proud franchise. Yes. Like an iconic one that was like important for the NBA Correct. in between like, you know, like Lakers, Boston and Chicago Bulls. Like the Pistons have had their moments and for them to be this shitty is just like, it's unacceptable and it's not, it's just not what we deserve. Not what Detroit fans deserve. I think there's this is a great way to close the segment, all right? Okay. 8.45 left in the third quarter. Los Angeles Lakers, 77. Detroit Pistons, 52. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Getting beat by 20. Why are they? In the third. Well, Channing, I just got to ask some, like, a couple questions, and I just, I'm refusing oh, to switch man. topics today, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I just, like, what is it? Like, I, like Weaver has made a 1,000 moves. I thought... You know, Cade is a number one overall pick. Like, we like Cade. We like Duran, right? Is Ivy bad? I feel like uh, Osser Thompson's, like, good. This is Frankie Hoops trying to, like, put Figure this together. Figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell no, me here's something. my main reasons. Number one, they have no spacing on the floor. They don't have shooters. Osser Thompson no can't poppers. shoot. Jaden Ivy can't shoot. Isaiah Stewart's not a stretch for. Jalen Duran's a true center. That is what it is. And Cade Cunningham can shoot, but he's not a shooter. Joe Harris, nothing. Uh, come on, I mean, no, we're not we're not even going there. Right? We're not even going there. So n- that's the number one reason. Number two, not one free agent signing and or trade has worked out for Troy Weaver. You look reclamation project, Marvin Bagley, <laughs> shitty. Two, James Wiseman, reclamation project. Oh, four oh. minutes tonight. He's not playing. You see someone, Joe Harris. Lou just mentioned him. The guy's not even playing. Bogdanovich hasn't played this year, I don't think. He has not. Killian Hayes still getting minutes. Why is he getting minutes? Amude? I watch the Pistons every night. Who the fuck is Stanley Amude? Okay, I'm glad you said it because I had no idea. Stanley Amude. That's who we're playing in year four of a rebuild. It's a not – we might have talent, but there's no meshing. There's no rhythm. There's no anything to this team. We have Cade Cunningham, maybe Jalen Duran, and the rest, eh, are they going to be in the league? Eh, I don't know. So with that, the Pistons are screwed for the next two to three years Mm. until they can start to get people around Cade Cunningham. And that will only be after Tom Gore sells the team. And so does Monty, is Monty Williams just regretting every minute of this? He's got to be. It's miserable. Two and 15. And you're, you're, what's your owner doing? 
sitting courtside drinking a vodka tonic. Yeah. Like, Fresh off a bag. The guy looks yeah. sweating his dick <laughs> Dude, off he's every always time in I a bag. Him. Yeah, he is. Because he is. He's Yeah, he's sweating. So, I mean, there's nothing to look forward to. I mean, he spends more time on his hair than on the team. Yeah. And, and he I still looks like Yeah, shit. I was going to say, I don't think... I don't think it's working for him. I mean, it, it the 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 city of Detroit deserves better. We don't need a winner every year. We need competent people to represent our sports teams, and we don't have that really at any level. Maybe outside of 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 the head coaching position, we don't have that at any level of of the Pistons organization. He hired the the I believe the position was player development or director of player development, he hired his friend's son mm-hmm. to run that. Yeah. The guy has no experience in NBA front offices or with player development, and he's running it yeah. for the Detroit. It's an absolute embarrassment That's a joke. to the city of Detroit to not at least try. Yeah, and, and you get that sense from Gores that like he doesn't give a shit. No, he he's just in LA, and he's like stopping by, check on one of his businesses for oh, a day. Yeah. And then, you know, and it just sucks because like, um, you know, Ishba just, just bought the Suns, and it was just like... We could, he would have been nice. I mean, yeah, whether you like him, don't like him, at least he would give a shit. I mean, Vegas has got to be even opening up the book every day, like looking at the Pistons, they're like, fuck, <laughs> 25, 30? Might I don't know. Vegas you Pistons <laughs> soon, man. <laughs> shit. Well, good news is Mark Cuban, I, I read, is selling a majority stake of his Mavs ownership. Yeah, that's crazy. So maybe maybe he wants to hop up to Detroit yeah, and for sure. uh, invest in another yeah, basketball team. Yeah, no, that's what he wants. Uh, there's a lot of allure here for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. <laughs> is there? Yeah. Boy, is there. Pistons, not good. Not good. <laughs> Verdict. Not good. Verdict on that. Um, what is good? Uh, MSU. New new football coach, Big. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State Beavers. Um, you know, I feel like with the situation State got put in, the market that was out there, pretty pretty good signing. Yes, I think I think we like it. Um, I am gun shy and hesitant because we kind of went gaga over Mel. You know, we thought we found this diamond in the rough. Turns out we found a jerker on the phone. So now we have Jonathan Smith. Um, who just kind of brought like a dead program back to life. And uh, I think what's funny about him is absolutely every single clip that you've seen of him, which is only a few, you mm-hmm. know, he did like a welcome presser and he did like a, you know, a little plane video, like, and he was at Breslin for the last yep. game. And every one of them, he said it at least twice, a lot of work to do. <laughs> he yeah. said it twice, he every lying. time, every time. And it reminds me of when Eiserman took over the wings, like he just kept being like, yeah, very excited to be here. A lot of work to do. A <laughs> lot of work to do. Hope everyone has patience. Just, you know, I'm excited to be here. Go green. A lot of work to do. I mean, there is a lot of work to do, and guys are leaving at an alarming rate. Good. See you later. See ya. Goodbye. All the quarterbacks left. See you later. Yeah. Not going to miss you. I mean, I, I kind of – I didn't really know much about him. I knew that he coached over at Oregon State. I didn't know anything. And, he, you know, he brought this this program basically back from, from the dead, if you will. Um, and he has no ties to the Midwest or the North. Cali guy, 
Um, he balled out with Ocho Cinco. He was a four-year starter at Oregon State with Chad Ocho Cinco. You saw his tweet. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I still owe him a Lexus, or like, yeah. I still he still owe, or I owe him a Benz. Or he a basically Lexus said or like he's the reason I made like made it to the NFL. I still yeah. owe him a Lexus. Yeah. So I mean, and then everyone's just like, bring him down. Get the Ocho staff. on the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made Ocho Cinco's career, and then just pretty much worked his way, you know, through. He was at Idaho, Montana, Boise, Washington, and then Oregon State for a while so it's like this is just straight fresh blood coming in what is he like 45 44 44 like semi younger no i like that yeah you know like clear out the motherfucking coaching staff you know we need the re gold paintball scene from entourage rolling through the building get the fuck out yes it's time to it's time to just let her go anybody who wants to go no hard feelings you got you know the kids leaving you got dealt the rough card i mean no doubt about it but I'd rather him just, uh, if you're not all in, then just get out. Like, I'm, I'm okay being shitty again yes. next year if he's just cleaning. You know, we got to fix this program. You got to start. Start yeah. from ground zero. You start pull from the, the foundation, yeah, dude. Rip out we the We got to go back to the foundation, yes. the basement, put the tile in the house. Keep going. And then you rough carpent it. Yep. Then you keep, you just build, baby. You build yes. back better. Yeah. All the <laughs> steps. All of it. The only hire that would have been better was Uncle Herb. I agree. We, we got an A- minus on this one. We did about as good as we could do. We were pie in the sky for Uncle Uncle Herb. I thought we had a chance. The I university, still loved them. the university was not ready to go pirate. Ship. No, they weren't. They were not ready to like just bring in more controversy. They were like, no. she has had enough. Yes, yeah. they wanted the nice, safe John Smith. Yeah, from- like, I think they signed him for five years for like seven point two five million. Like yep. nothing insane. Come in, get the job done, and. You know, let's see what happens. And he's not John L. Again. Smith. He's John C. Smith. I know, isn't Smith. that a little... Uh, you know, not. so we we're not going to call him not. John Smith. We'll go with Jonathan. I'm excited, though. He he reminds me, I don't know, just of like his mannerisms and his coaching career of Mark D'Antonio before he got here. Mm. D'Antonio, seven, or 18 and 17 at Cincinnati. Jonathan Smith, 34 and 35 at Oregon State. About 500 records, very stoic, very businesslike. You don't see much emotion, but a coach that players seem to play for extremely tough. So I like the hire. I think it's a good hire, but a lot of work to do. (laughs) One of my favorite (laughs) clips of him uh, this past season from Oregon State was when he did the milk Oh, it's uh, the be- dude. He milked his titties to milk the clock, yes. and he caught some slack on it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that yes. If you haven't seen that, just like Google John Smith milk. milk. Yeah, and you'll see it. <laughs> uh, that clip is going to like live forever. Like yes. any time when you need to run the clock down or there's a win. I hope the whole stadium's going like this. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that should that should go well. Yeah, no, I just think MSU and the board they were like, there's no way we can we can even bring in someone with you know. Herb's controversy. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, but I I thought there might be a chance at it, but from every I mean, I'm pretty glad we didn't end up with uh the other name out there was uh Duke's Duke's coach. Yeah. He didn't Elko. He, he didn't excite He me ended at up all. going no. to A&M, right? Yeah, where yeah, he was panic from. Hire, They right? like ran Stoops' son out of the building. The fans <laughs> like went up in an uproar. Did you guys see any of this? So A&M originally like I guess it was like almost inked that they were going to get Stoops from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And the fans and like everyone was in an uproar that it was this shitty hire and blah blah blah. And they didn't end up going through with it, and then they ended up signing Elko. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's I didn't see why, though. There was an uproar. Yeah. He's I don't a good coach. I, right. And, and coaching Kentucky in the yeah. toughest conference. Yeah, he's a good coach. Wait, you and you don't know why, the, what the uproar 
Like, it was just, I, from what I read, it was like fans and boosters and people involved in the university were complaining about it, but that was their guy that they originally were going to go with was Stoops. Um, one of the biggest reasons has come out today that could have influenced his decision. He didn't know if his top assistants would all follow. This is literally just the first result on Google, so yeah. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, why Texas A&M vetoed the hiring of, of Stoops. Whatever. Um, I'm excited, though. Yeah. All in all, he brought in D DJ Ugalele, who was a big-time recruit out of high school. He got him a transfer. I like when quarterbacks are coaches because the quarterback's the most important position of any team, as we all know. And I feel like when you were a quarterback, you can relate to quarterbacks more. He obviously bought, brought in that Chillis, who's currently in the transfer portal. Let's he was like him. a one top 150 player, his class that he came out, top 10 or 15 quarterback out of his class. So, you know, I like that aspect because we've been lacking a quarterback since Connor Cook here at Michigan State, or at least a consistent one. Yeah. And uh, I think that's where we need to start. I mean, they have to a build great running one. back too. Yes. Martinez, he's going to be one of the top dogs drafted. I know he's kind of dogging them for leaving, but hey, yeah. I mean, that's an easy pull for Michigan State. Oregon has no conference next year. Yeah. Like what? What are you gonna stay for? Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to stay. But I know, and I mean that's that guy's alma mater. You yeah, know, it was just like that was the top of the mountain he was gonna get with them. Right. And this came at the perfect time. Right. Exactly. I mean, he's instantly the best coach in the Big Ten East. Correct. Like that has to. That doesn't have to be said. Like we already know that. Done. <laughs> Number one power rankings, Big Ten East. I just need him to compete. I mean, we can't do what we just did. Please, no. Please, God, no. <laughs> I'm begging you. Please. Right, yes. All right. Well, let's get into uh, some lighter topics here. I was supposed to grab a snack for snack time. I didn't grab a fucking snack. I'm a piece of shit. But we do have uh, a different game we're going to play. And basically, it's a snake draft of the most overrated food. And I guess it's not really a snake draft. I guess you could take someone's answer, but that'd be pretty lame. Yeah. Um, this was tough for me. Yeah, I, I, I am not a picky eater, like, whatsoever. Really, there's not much I, I don't like. Um, but there's definitely some stuff that's overrated. But I think everything on my list I'd still eat. But I'm never going to, like, seek it out too much. There's only one thing on my list that I would not eat. But everything else I agree with you. It's just, it's overrated. Yeah, yep. It's overrated. Yep. So Copy that. Red Shall Ranger. we get started? <laughs> yeah, do it. All right. So I'm going to start with a very controversial one because you guys are both going to be like, these are some of my favorites. That's what we're going to say? Yeah, that's exactly like with that. that was that me or Pizzo? Both of you guys <laughs> oh, nice. at once. That was like in a blended harmony. AI voice. Yeah, in it. harmony. Sweet. So this Odd. food is overrated. I'm going to catch a lot of flack for it, but I'm going to go with it. Mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. Mushrooms aren't good. Don't give them to me on my steak. I don't want them on chicken. Uh-uh. Mushrooms aren't good. I eat one type of mushroom, and if I'm not seeing shit after <laughs> I eat it, I'm not eating that type of mushroom. Nice. Mushrooms are overrated. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like cold If take. you were like 12 years old, yeah, that'd, cold be, that'd take. be fair. Freezing fucking you know, cold I mean, like, yeah, guys, cold I, uh, I was telling you. Yeah, <laughs> what do you put on your uh, steak? Like ketchup? Whip, yeah. Whipped cream? You hear that fucking piece of... Fucking <laughs> A1. <laughs> fucking sped <laughs> all right all right I'll, easy bud all right i'm gonna go next on the list i'm gonna st i'm gonna go in reverse from least controversial to most controversial uh again i will eat this item but a lot of the times when i'm presented with this item there are two clear 
options presented with it that I'll pick over it every single time. Sure. Um, so we're in the we're in the the tube steak variety of foods, and I love all tube steaks. Okay. But I think bratwursts are overrated. Ooh. Okay. Like if I'm ever faced with a list, hot dogs, Italian sausage, bratwurst. Bratwurst is like last every single time. I don't even consider getting it. Hmm. I'm a big cheddar brat guy. I disagree. Fuck cheddar brats. Cold brat. take yeah. again. I didn't even think of cheddar brats, man. See, this yeah. is tough for me. I'm going to say that overrated. I got to stick to it, though. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, at a Tigers game, like, I'll never get a bratwurst over, like, yeah, a hot dog or an Italian sausage. Okay, good. Wow. Yeah. Embrace the Freezing debate. cold take. Freezing cold? Yes, ice cold. Brew I might brew. have a colder take, though. Oh! <laughs> now we're, like, fighting for the coldest. I don't know. Chandler's so, just pretty fucking You guys cold. might... Some people yeah, might dude. freak out when they hear this. But I'm going to go with people my don't. number one most overrated food. And, and like you said, it's still something that you eat, but this thing is overrated out the moon. Out the moon? McDonald's fries. What? McDonald's fries in are in the bottom three of fries for fast food places. They're not good. Arby's one, Checkers two, Wendy's has better fries than them on top of it. Don't even get me started. McDonald's fries overrated. Checkers? Yes, bro. Bro, you where do you go checkers? to checkers, dude? I used to have one right by my house in Royal Oak. I was a huge checkers guy. Where you go there with Buddy the Dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's fries joke. overrated, dude. Dude, like wow. Wendy, Wendy's has like the natural cut. They like still have the potato skin on them. Yeah, that's all natural. That's why you get them. What don't you like about McDonald's fries? I just feel like they've gone completely downhill. Like they're not hot when you get them anymore. They're soggy. There's no crunch to them. A lot of them are just like a speckle of fucking uh, potato. It's not even like a full fry. It's like a little nugget that was laying in the bottom of the frying basket for a half hour. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole thing of fries that you get is the nugget. You get the potato straws. They're just not good, guys. Order. I don't know what to tell I you. I think the McDees they're, you go to, the chicks. That, that is the coldest. The, the they're overrated. Sorry. They're not good. That's the coldest. That That's way colder than mushrooms. So let me restore some order on something that we can all agree on. Wow. This is overrated, and this is all the craze. They're popping up everywhere. Oh, get a picture for the gram. Yeah, these stink. And I'm going to talk about them. They are the Korean corn dogs. Terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. They are gut bombs. You can fill them with half cheese, half hot dog. They're rolled in potatoes and crumbs all over them. They're fucking terrible. They sit on the bottom of your stomach. A fucking catfish wouldn't even eat it. And they're a fucking bottom feeder. Korean corn dogs stink. I'm going to do it for the gram. They suck. Holy shit. That was, I don't even know what a fucking Korean corn dog is. K dog? Dude, was I, that like the ones I just said? Yes. Yeah, the two handers. Terrible, I'm dude. Googling two hands. This. I'll is, be honest, they, uh, they were not great. That was the first time just, I had it. Is it just like layered? One of them and, was like, one of them had sugar on the outside. It was just too much going on. It's a gut bomb. There's no, there's yeah. no, there's nothing bringing them together. It's a bunch of heavy shit thrown on a stick. And I'm a big corn dog guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We respect. I mean, I'm, if, I'm fucking so. Wolverine yeah, I mean, with my corn dog. No, I love I love corn dogs. In I've between been, the fingers. I've been known. Actually, just real quick, speaking of corn dogs, I saw <laughs> something that looked fantastic the other day. Uh, you get a regular corn dog, you split it down the middle, you put coney or you put chili and cheese on top of it. Yeah. Corn dog. Coney, chili coney, coney corn dog. 
Yeah, comedy corn dog. That's amazing. Yeah, so that sounds. How good does that, that sound? Good? That is yeah, not overrated. No, that can't be overrated. That's we're gonna make. I just wanted to bring that up. No, yeah, let's. Very we're gonna get those going for next snack right, time. Frank, you're up next with overrated. Dude, foods. I'm looking at Korean corn dogs right now. These things look like shit. They're terrible. People do these for the gram. Yes, as you say. <laughs> that was Chandler's lead yeah. for the th- gram. He like used the same voice. He like made fun of us for earlier. <laughs> Dude, this one's got like fruity pebbles on it. This is like just stupid. It's terrible. No one actually wants to eat those. Have you? Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. yeah, you like everything yeah. though. Producer Mike, let's like producer Mike. Comes Mike. In from dogs. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Grams one's my favorite. He didn't say that. Um, okay, I got one on here. Could be controversial, maybe not. I don't know, but I was kind of going for something that I don't enjoy that much that a lot of people love. Again, this is not something that like I'm like, oh my god, I'm so already backing out by off. It. No, I'm not already backing off. <laughs> let, let me tell you, let me guess. You don't like fucking onions or tomatoes on your sandwich either, you fucking toddler. So uh, what I got here, I'm just going to say uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Coke. Pop. Wow. Pop or Coke? Coke. Okay, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> we got McDonald's fries and Coca-Cola. I think Coca-Cola is just like overrated. Like it's good. I like a couple of sips, maybe a couple times a year, but I'm not really like fucking with Coke like ever. Wow. No, you get me a burger or pizza, I'll suck down a fucking two liter. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm a big Coca Cola guy. I if I drink pop, it's basically just Coca Cola. Yeah, and I really you. don't drink pop that yeah. much. Uh, and Coke's everyone's favorite. And I like every once in a while, I like a, literally a couple sips from like a fountain thing. But I don't. I don't. What really. do you like? You like hit it and like put your tongue under there and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I throw them like three bucks and say, "Let me just lick the thing." I just need a couple licks, and I'm good for the year. That's what I do. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, freezing cold. And that's only my second. That's my second. uh, At least, like, that's the second most controversial one. The last one's like, I think you guys might throw me off this fucking ledge. I mean, both of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So fucking your next one's gonna be like. I'm cute here, and I think I think this is like I think a lot of people (laughs) think this is overrated. To my next one here, but uh, especially coming after Thanksgiving. Turkey. Turkey, I think, is is one of the most overrated meats as a whole. Um, we just had it for Thanksgiving. There's a reason you only eat turkey once a year, because it's not that fucking good. Especially the lunch meat. Like, turkey lunch meat, I might get some slack for this. It sucks. It's flack. It's, it's just, flack, by the way. It's flack. It's not slack. You got slack. They'd be lenient with you. You've done this fucking twice on the show. It's flack. The turkey, dude. It's not and good. I'm, there's I'm, dry. There's no. not a lot of taste to no, it. No, you're pissing me it's off. It's a shitty lunch meat. No, you're a shitty lunch Give me meat. some slack. Give me some flack. <laughs> Get rid of the turkey. <laughs> no, dude. You suck. You stink. And I'll tell you why you stink and you suck. Because fucking... I have said this for the last couple of years. Saying turkey sucks on Thanksgiving is like the fucking hot and sexy thing to do right now. Like, oh, I, I'm so fucking unique. I don't like turkey on Thanksgiving. Did I oh. say that on Thanksgiving? Ooh, you might as well have. It's <laughs> Thanksgiving right now. This We're in Thanksgiving time. No, and it's not. It's everyone crazy. says on Thanksgiving, like, this is the new thing that everyone doesn't like turkey. I swear to God, I see this fucking everywhere. It's this hot new take. I don't think it's a new take. No, I think it's, it's a known doing take. Doing it for the gram. No, yeah, you, you are doing it for the gram. <laughs> you're doing it for click. You're like it's Skip a- Bayless right now of like this fucking Whoa. take. Yeah. Easy <laughs> fucking Coke guy over here. I don't, yeah, right. I don't drink pop. I just yeah. do the nibble yeah. out of the thing. Yeah, you nibbled all right. For no, sure. Dude. And so I have a turkey sandwich in that fridge right now. Yeah, I, mean, I eat a turkey sandwich every turkey fucking sandwich. day. Turkey and Swiss is in that fucking thing. No, well, that's your turkey fault. meat right. It's not my fault. It was my choice. <laughs> no, dude, you're trying to be like 
cool with like the kids and say like I don't like. That's exactly what I was. Going <laughs> that's for. what you're going for. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch meat authority. All right, round three. <laughs> Can never have too many authorities. <laughs> <laughs> Round three. All yeah. right. Since I've been impersonating gonna, every you situation. You guys are going to collectively punch me. In the <laughs> Since I've impersonated every situation, I'll impersonate this one. Hey, dude, you want to get up and go to brunch and spend $22 on a small plate? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm down for it. Let's go Sunday morning. Let's buy $8 iced coffee, too. Sounds good. What are you going to get? I'm going to get waffles with chicken on it. Waffles with chicken stinks. Waffles with chicken is not good. I don't want meat on a sweet waffle. That doesn't go for me, and I sure as hell don't want chicken at 9 or 10 in the morning. All right? Waffles are overrated alone. Pancakes, way better than waffles. Then you try to, like, flare it up with, like, chicken or let's do Nashville hot chicken. It'd be a wild brunch plate. No, chicken with waffles (laughs) sucks. It's overpriced, it's overrated, and it's underflavored. What do you want, like avocado toast on wheat? You no, fucking I hippie. <laughs> I don't want that either. I want an omelet with hash browns. That's it. That's it? That's Or a skillet. Just Something a bare like omelet? That. Yeah, just, yeah, just omelet. a bare omelet. What yeah. do you want in it? Not what mushrooms, I, I know that. Ham, yeah. spinach, <laughs> yeah, right. ham, spinach, and cheese. Pick out the onions and, and tomatoes. That's, that's usually mine, ham, spinach, and cheese. So no chicken and waffles for you? No. Well, I fucking love chicken and waffles. I do too. Yeah, I, think I think it's great. great. Yeah, it's like a treat. I agree. Yeah, I don't it's know. A, it's a once in a while. You guys yeah. order chicken and waffles. So if you're going out to brunch, you're gonna get a I chicken will. and waffle yeah, every once. Yeah. I'd say I do it maybe once. Not like, a year. do you drink coke Making more or <laughs> order chicken and waffles? Same more? day. It's like a same day <laughs> thing. It's like a treat. Chicken waffles, coke. Call it a day. Call it a fucking day. Turkey, Turkey sandwich <laughs> for dessert. That's your fault. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are going to, you guys, I think might beat me up. Like I, you guys are going to hate this take like so much. Um, but I think it's over. And you're going, oh, he's already backtracking. He's already back. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm not already backtracking. I'm just saying it's for the level that this, this item has reached. People worship this thing. Oh, I put it on everything. I dip everything in it. Here it is. It's, it's fucking ranch. Ranch is fucking overrated. <laughs> Every like you, every people think they can put that condiment on fucking everything, and it's just it's it's a fine condiment. I like it, but that's a trash condiment to put on everything in the fucking world. You're an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. You probably what do you dunk your pizza and ranch? You yeah, fucking, almost came yes. over the table. Pizza, fries, yeah, anything really. Mod- and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like everyone's just like, oh my god, ranch. I just put it on everything, and it's like I'd it's not have that ranch good of a with con- my fries and ketchup or anything me too. Else. Yeah, but yeah. you're eating shit fries. So what do you know? No, I'm not eating McDonald's. That's the shittiest fries. Are you okay. looking on their website? What are you pointing at? <laughs> but the fry. I'm looking at them right now. They suck. No, dude. So you what's it okay ranch- to eat ranch with? Uh, I mean, it's okay to eat it. Chicken. With. Chicken is good. Okay. Yeah, I like, uh, okay, the best thing that ranch can go with is a honey. Okay. Like, That's I will good. smother a honey in ranch. That's good. Okay, people who do it with pizza, like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't think it's, like, the worst thing in the world. I just, for me, it's not for me. Uh, like, what What did you just say? Fries? Yeah. Absolutely not. Like Mod I, sticks? Uh, yeah, mod sticks. But, I, but, I, but, I, but, it, but you put a gun to my head, it's marinara every time over, over oh, for okay. mod sticks. You ever Wings? mix them? What? Mix the ranch with the marinara? Uh, no, I I don't, but I'll do it. I'll do it like a sour cream salsa swirl if I'm, if I'm doing like a All right, we talking like, swirls. Yeah, okay, I hear all right, you. Yeah, no, right. we've done some swirls. What a swirl up. Wait, wait, you asked a good question. For wings, 
Uh, Buffalo wings, ranch is good, very good. Uh, but I have transitioned now into blue cheese. That's right. Yeah, blue I'm cheese all blue cheese. Shout out I agree JU. With that. If you go back to the episodes that JU did, he's a Buffalo guy through and through. They know their wings. He used to shit on me for saying I would like ranch over blue cheese. I've turned. I've turned. You've JU, crossed the if bridge. you're listening, I'm telling you, you were right all along. You've crossed the but bridge. But ranch is overrated. Wow. Okay. You didn't get punched or thrown off the balcony. You wanted to. feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last one. This might be a little controversial. Oh, no way. Flaming. <laughs> Everything else has been a breeze. <laughs> yeah. Flaming Hot Cheetos. They're overrated. They're not, they're not a good snack. They're very overrated. There's, I'd rather have a regular Cheeto, Cheeto puff. Yes. They actually have like the like Cheeto waffle Cheetos. one that's like a puff yes. one. That's also I'd almost better. argue any Cheeto outside of Flamin' Hot is better. Yep. So I like regular Cheetos too better than Flamin' Hot. I'm going to round it off with Flaming Hot Cheetos are overrated. People love them. That's a, I think that's actually the, like the best overrated pick because I like it's people love it, but it's totally not good. Did I do it for the gram though? I don't know. You guys, Chandler, that <laughs> he knows who, do it, who does it for the. <laughs> By the way, Korean corn dog. See, to me, it's like I chose things that people actually eat. Who the fuck eats Korean corn dog? They're yeah, popping no. up everywhere. Everywhere they are. I, I mean, I just, this was the first year I've ever heard of them. I've never heard of it. Yeah, they're popping up everywhere. They're like the juice bars of 2021. Mm. You know, you had a juice bar pop up on every corner. You got the. <laughs> Korean sea dogs coming around everywhere now. Uh, yeah, I didn't get the reference, but I, I believe that 2021 was juice bar heaven for sure. Um, They're spe- everywhere. Speaking of um, – oh, wait. So, okay, do we want to put a bow on this? Is there any honorable mentions? Do you guys have anything else? I had else a couple honorable mentions. Yeah, I figured you guys might. What do you guys – donuts. No, that's incorrect. I'm a huge donut guy. <laughs> that, that pick sucks. Next. My other one, spaghetti squash. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Spaghetti squash that's sucks. I'm on board that with that. Sucks. Yeah, I agree. Like to okay. me, that's not it even. It just rated. like it. No, yeah, dude, I'm like, ass. no, Mike, fuck producer, no. Mike, wait. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You sit there. I'm arguing with the producer. If anyone's listening. <laughs> so you, producer Mike. So wait, you, like, would you would rather like? Would you ever choose spaghetti squash over spaghetti? Easy, Mike. Oh, about, no, no. What I'm what I'm saying is like I know no one can, no one can hear him, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm saying replacing noodles. Yeah, no. with that and making no, pasta. No, no, I didn't think you were that. I didn't no, think you were. No, no chance in hell. Never yeah, no, right. Just, maybe I didn't understand. Next that. thing you're gonna say like I like cauliflower pizza and like yeah, shit like that. Yeah. No, I actually don't no. mind those. They're not terrible. I've never had one, but they're really not. Stop, but given dude. The, but given the choice. Oh, no, I mean, no question. I'm going with. The they're not terrible. Pie. They yeah. suck. They no, suck. They're really not bad. Cauliflower gnocchi. Pizza? That's a thing. Is it? Ugh. Puke. The other one I had on here was very basic white girl of me. Uh, macaroons. Is that how you say it? Macaroons. Cookies. Those <laughs> things suck. Those just suck in yeah. general. <laughs> That's how I felt about spaghetti squash. And honestly, I thought Korean corn dog was just so fucking nuts. It like, was like, yeah, I don't field. like overrated like the McFlurry burger. Right. Like it was just like a Shit nut sandwich. They're not <laughs> good. All right. I'm not going with everyday items like you guys. Pizza's like McDonald's. That's what, I guess that American staple. Because they're rated high. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they stay, they, they're American staples. Uh, Frank's like a Nazi for not liking Coca-Cola. Nazi. Yeah. I got called a Nazi. <laughs> okay, said ranch no is overrated. Chandler fucking at a nice steakhouse with his wife for his anniversary. Yeah, I'll do the New York strip, but could you hold the mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them. Oh, my God. You're embarrassing. 
get that ranch off my table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. Whatever. Anyways, let's come back down to earth. Um, and we can get refired up here because we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, but the Detroit Lions. Uh, and the question I want to pose to you guys is, are we nervous? Are we feeling nervous after the last few games that we've seen and what's going on across the NFC? Because I'll be honest, guys, I'm a little nervous. I mean, after what happened against Chicago, one of the worst teams in the NFL, barely pulling that one out, and then one of the worst displays of football next to the Baltimore game this year, um, coming off the Green Bay loss, I am a little nervous going down to the Superdome. I don't want to say it's a must-win game, but it's a must-show-up-and-ball-out game and must-win. It's a, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I, mean, fuck. They, I mean, we have no choice. This, this Saints team is not good. No. They're not competitive. Their defense is solid. Their offense is fucking terrible. Trash. I can't watch Carr throw another football. If they line up Taysom Hill, put eight people in the box and blitz every play, it, it's too easy to prepare for. We need another offensive, like, gunslinging performance from Goff, too. Like, he's been down his last couple games. I would like to see him throw for 300. Laporta, St. Brown. Like, like, let's get back to what we were doing. I'll back you up even further, man. Like, you're talking Packers and Bears. Let's just take a little look back, right? We lose to the Ravens. We get prison pounded. We've erased it from our memory. Fine. We get a We get a... Uh, like a morale-boosting game versus the Raiders, who were hanging on by fucking life support. We get them in prime time at home. We beat them 26-14. Goff throws a pick six. We all watched that game together. We weren't as excited as we should be. You know, whatever. It's a W. Let's move on. Then we fly out to L. We have a bye week. We fly out to L.A. The defense, non-existent. Offense, absolutely grade A, top three in the NFL looking. That's awesome. But defense, Swiss cheese. Terrifying. Next, then we have the following two games you just talked about. Bears, miracle win. Let's just say it. Miracle fucking win. Shouldn't have won that game yep. by any stretch of the imagination. Packers game. At home, Thanksgiving, primetime, division, biggest rival. We look like dog shit. Absolute dog shit. This time on both sides of the ball. I don't think this goes as just a Bears game thing. I think we're looking all the way back to the Ravens game as like a holistic, we're not on a great stretch right here. Right. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm on the, the 6.5 out of 10 nervous scale because it's like, what, what did we expect? I know we said this a couple weeks ago when it was halfway through the season, and I'm like, hey, it's a win if we can get to the NFC Championship. That's a really good season for the Lions this Crazy. year. Be the final four. I think we're only a notch below that now after seeing them the next the last couple weeks. So I don't think we're better than San Francisco anymore. I thought a couple weeks ago we were better than San Francisco. We're not better than San Francisco anymore. So I think we're the third best team in the NFC. I still think we're better than the Cowboys. I still think we're better than the Seahawks. We're going to win the division, and we're going to have our first home playoff home game in 30 years. Magic number's four. That, that is going to happen. So I'm not nervous about that. What I am nervous about is the ceiling is looking right now like one playoff win. I think we can win one at home, but, I mean, if San Francisco's the two seed, it's it's hard to picture us with how we're playing right now going into San Francisco and beating that team in their own stadium. And you, you haven't mentioned the Eagles. 
Well, who, that's who, that's a given. And and the reason I'm bringing them up is because just like you're saying, like of course we could look at it holistically and say like this record's great. Yep. There is nothing to worry about. But then you have the Eagles who still don't look like they've played their best game somehow, and they're beating the cream of the crop of the NFL, and yep. they're just marching through teams. Yeah. Um, and guys, have you seen like Hurts? Like Jalen Hurts' non-reaction to things on the Him field. Him and Kelsey. Yeah. It's like fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. It like actually gives me chills. The last one was like after the game winning drive, wasn't he like, I don't know what you want me to say? Yes. Like But then but did you see him after Lutz's field goal? No. So they show him they're they're this new thing now is like Hurts not reacting to the biggest things in the world. Like so that Eagles game, they obviously booted a sixty yarder in, right. the, in the fucking rain. rain. Yeah, that was insane. And he hit that bullet of a fucking field goal and Unbelievable. Hurt, dude Hurts. Does not like. I'm not even saying like a fist pump, a nod, a blink. Straight business. He's just like, and he's not even like super like like. It's not like he's sitting like you know focused and dialed. Like he's just like, he's just it's he's at work. Yep. It's yeah. just it's like kind of it's like bone chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you guys rooting for this weekend? Niners play at the Eagles, battling the Niners for the two seed in the NFC Eagles. right now. Eagles. You're rooting for the Eagles. So we're playing for the two seed right now in your opinion. Uh yeah. Like okay. just let the Eagles go. Yep. Uh I I think we have a chance versus San Fran. But I just we stink versus mobile quarterbacks, man. Yeah. We fucking blow. Yeah. Yep. Anybody who can move a little bit, we just don't know what to do. I agree. Ugh. Playing, I can't even imagine playing yes. in Philly in December oh my God. outside. Like that would be ass to mouth, dude. With with, <laughs> I mean, with fucking yeah. I mean, with how the secondary right trying now. to cover the yeah. receivers. Yeah. Seriously, and like, I mean, we the trenches is where I got the most. So okay, for all these games that we've played bad, right? Like mm-hmm. um, the ones I just went through. At least with like the Chargers game, Goff's jersey stayed clean the whole game. Yeah. The Bear or the Packers just like ate our offensive line yep. alive. And that terrifies me because we have said, if you go back through all of our shows when we were hating on Goff and then started to like Goff, Goff is good when there's no pressure. Yep. But you see him with pressure and it's actually kind of terrifying. Yep. He's statuesque. He can't move. And I mean, guys, I mean, you saw him like getting under pressure. Like he's just, he has no escapability and uh, he doesn't like. I don't think he picks up like his second and third options like quick enough when the when the pass rush is good. I agree, and our, our hopes and prayers are on like James Houston coming back healthy and impactful. That's really what we're hoping on right now because our pass rush needs a boost and like some out of left field signing at this point in time. Like I saw Marcus Ooh. Peters just got cut. I yeah, know. like he just seems like a cancer everywhere he goes. I'm so. sure he is, but it's like. What do we have? Right. I mean, is he going to help the secondary on the field? Probably. But, like, what's he going to do in the locker room? I mean, versus the Packers, I I think we had zero sacks, two tackles for loss. You know, there's that phantom stat of hurries and pressures, which I just – I don't – that's not real. I don't want to hear those It's not real to me. Right. Yeah, and Hutch is the king of almost getting a sack. Like, we needed – like, I feel like Hutch – like, I don't – I think Hutch is a very good player and can be an animal, but, like – he makes that play versus the Bears, and I feel like it like absolves him for like three games. And we just right. talk about yeah. that Bears play for like three things when it's just like I would have much rather had two sacks versus the Packers yep. on right. third down. I mean, he's got an absolute motor on him. Dude, the he's a good player. Going like a thousand yes. miles per hour every single game. It's like there's no one else bringing any pressure yeah. besides him. You know, and it's like he's getting double teamed, but it's like, hey, you want to be that guy? You got to fucking we make need the big that play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think as as a whole fan base right now we're feeling a little stung 
because nothing's ever gone our way. And I, I think the, the reality of it is even really good football teams have good weeks and bad weeks throughout the duration of a season. You saw the Chiefs a couple weeks back. They got absolutely trounced at Denver. Mm-hmm. Interdivision game, much like this game we just got beat up against. That just happens in the NFL. The Niners were on a three-game losing streak during the middle of the year, including a loss at Minnesota, which they shouldn't have lost that game. Right. So, yes, there's – there's, there's reason to have less confidence than we had during the middle of the year. I agree with that. But I'm not nervous about competing and competing for an NFC championship game at this point in time. Well, and the only – the counterpoint I'll give you there mm-hmm. is, yes, the Chiefs had a bad game. They've had bad stretches. The Niners have done that. But they've also gone to Super Bowls, won yep. Super Bowls, been to AFC championships, NFC championships. They've done this. Right now, I think we're looking at the Lions. Uh, you know, right now we're eight and three, right? And now it's like time to actually get over the hump. Like the hump has met us. Like now it's time to clear the fucking hump. Like how many times with Stafford, like two or three seasons where we had a good record, not like an eight and three, but you know, we had a winning record and we lost like five out of the last six or we lost like whatever. The reason for worry for me is just like, yes, last year was promising. The start of this year has been promising, but now here's like the fucking hump. And it's like, now you have to actually do it. And we haven't done it before. Like, I feel like you can look at Kansas City, San Fran, the Eagles, they've done it. Like you kind of trust these guys. They've been there before. Right. I am nervous and I'm nervous as like a sheltered, you know, fucking foster pet that (laughs) like, we're not going to get over that fucking hump. And I would be even more panicked if Minnesota was able to shit out that game versus the Bears because then you're looking at like a one or two game differential with them twice on the schedule to close the year. Yep. And I mean, realistically for our home playoff game that Chandler's talking about, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers that we maybe end up playing the Saints or we end up playing the Falcons because I would, we got to get somebody from the NFC South. We can't can't play them. Not in the first round. Not, Not even the wild card. Well, they won't won't get a wild card. card. We're probably going to get, like, Minnesota. We're going to get, like, a Minnesota, a Seattle, or a Dallas. Seattle would be terrible. Dallas would be terrible, too. I'm nervous about that game. I'll tell you that. Well, and it's just wild. Like, we were salivating at this close-of-the-year schedule, and, like, we should still feel excited. But, like, okay, so Saints, like, I think we should win that game. The Bears still stink. That's going to be a tough game, though. At Soldier, with the fucking shitty weather outside, scrambling quarterback, like. And they got a taste of what it was like to pretty much – like how the game plan of how to beat us, right? Yep. You know, golf's fingies get a little cold <laughs> right. when he's outside. I mean, that's not an easy walkthrough game for us, unfortunately, to say. Broncos, Russ is cooking again, right? He's back in the kitchen. That that's one's not a at walk least at home. If yeah. that was at Mile High, I'm fucking nervous. Oh, toast! You know? toast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mile High terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, Mile High fucking scares me, and I just lost money in Mile High again. I. Chandler, I meant to tell you, I bet against uh, the Broncos in Mile High no. with, the, with the Browns. Oh, I had no. the Coes this weekend. Good, man. Good me for too. you. I fucking <laughs> fell into my trap, and Mile High ate me alive again. Damn. Yeah, sorry. My biggest trap. And then, uh, you know, Minnesota, they want us. Dobbs can ball a little bit. Running fucking quarterback. And then, of course, we got Dallas in Dallas. It's going to be a Saturday night Flex game. game. I yeah. am so worried about the refs in that one. Oh. I just That's going to be I, – I hate to be that fucking, you know – guy that's just like oh the refs always screw detroit but like dallas detroit prime time that's prime Dax screwing towards the end yeah. it's prime screwing time yeah that's only fans 101 oh yeah <laughs>
<laughs> Before getting to the rest of the NFL, do want to give a shout out. I know several people heading down to the Big Easy this weekend. Lou, I know we made the trek in 2016. One of the best opposing cities. I haven't gone to a ton of opposing games, but that weekend was an absolute blast. Great venue, great tailgate, great city, city of New Orleans. So if you're heading down, have a ton of fun, take a ton of Adderall, sleep on the plane home Monday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, take a ton of Adderall. Yeah, um, I actually went twice. I that went is not my, actual uh, advice. Yeah, yeah, he is not <laughs> a doctor. Spoiler, Chandler is not a fucking doctor. Don't buy any off the streets there. Stay away. Uh, but that's actually, uh, I've been there twice. So the Big Easy's been been good to me. Uh, my 21st birthday, I actually went down to the Jeez. Lions game, too. I feel like, why do we always play them in New Orleans? A, always a, do. Always yeah, do, dude. May, always. Uh, like, and then we played them twice in playoff games, right? Yeah. At New Orleans. Yep. I went to a game there, too. Um, and, like, I always call that, like, I did, like, four. I did, like, five nights there, you guys. Like, That's too long. Right on. Yes. It's and I f Four or five nights, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. And that was the time where it was just, like, I had a moment of, like, I, I was, like, 25 and it was like a milestone of like I gotta. It's over. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta. I, remember I gotta slow her down. Like or like I can't do four or five nights of like, nonstop. Uh, yeah, of nonstop. Yeah. We were right on Bourbon. That place banged me up. Oh yeah. What's there's another street one over from Bourbon too that that's pretty like almost the same thing as Bourbon Street. I can't think of the name of it, but I we were right on there, and I remember walking like a block over to Bourbon Street in the morning to like try to get some chicken and waffles. And uh, <laughs> they just had fire hoses blasting the street of garbage. Yes, ew, dude, it yes. Up, dude. I did. I've <laughs> seen that, though. It's it's gross. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a good time. The people down there are super friendly. Everyone's, like, nice and helpful. It's kind of, like, weird almost when you're at the game. They're like, oh, great play from yeah. Detroit. They're sick, though. I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's a fun football Southern town. Comfort, yeah. But yeah. no reason not to beat them down. <laughs> Southern comfort, man. That's what he tosses at us. <laughs> Little Soko. <laughs> All right. Well, let's make some picks for the week here. Uh, get some picks in. See what we got. Uh, it's getting down to crunch time. It sure is. And it's hard to believe every year, right? It's like you think the season starts, never gonna end. I and agree. then you're, and then we're just here. Now we're here, dark at five, week thirteen, cold as fuck. Yeah. Here we are. All right, I'll kick us off. I'm going to give a free pick first. Seahawks plus eight and a half on Thursday night's crazy. I love that number. But we don't take those games. Oh. Not on this podcast. So I'm going to go to someone we just talked about. You know who I'm talking about. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Russell Wilson himself. The Denver Broncos going to Houston this week. Broncos getting a field goal and a half. That's three and a half points at Houston. Russell Wilson hasn't thrown a pick since October 12th. He's been playing great football. They've been playing great defense. C.J. Stroud has been hot. I think a lot of America is on C.J. Stroud and the Texans right now. And I just like the, the spot of getting a field goal against that team. Broncos are going to keep it close. They'll keep it within a field goal. Give me the Broncos plus three and a half at Houston this weekend. Okay. All right. I got to tell you guys, there are a lot of fishy lines out here. You know, so one of the rules, you know, you try, you, like, you try to follow. I never follow it, though. Take the biggest line. Take That's the biggest your rule. Line. That's my rule. Take the biggest favorite and jump all over it. You know, you'll definitely lose. But, like, the, the line right here makes absolutely zero sense to me. And we're looking at San Francisco at the Philadelphia Eagles, probably the biggest game of the week. Um 
And to me, you look at that, I want to jump all over Philly at home, playing great, plus two and a half. But it makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. To me, this almost says the San Francisco 49ers are going to blow them out. That's almost what this line says to me. So I'm going to take San Fran minus two and a half over the Eagles, even though I just said I want the Eagles to win. I think betting-wise, this line's just way too fishy for Head me. Head not heart. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I liked. Th- I thought it was a pretty tough slate this week. I did like this game a lot. Uh, Tennessee come playing the Colts. The Colts visiting Tennessee. Tennessee coming off an absolute gutless win against Carolina last week by a touchdown. I love Gardner Minshew heading down to Nashville this one. Give me the Colts minus one. Lock that one in. I think that the Colts win by double digits here. Tennessee is a bad team. They are a bad team. They're so boring. They're, like, so, so forgettable. Boring. Like, whenever they have a game, I feel like it's the game I always forget that is on. It's never on Red it's Zone. It's never on it's Red It's one zone. of those, it yes. It stinks. And <sighs> it's where wide receivers go to die. They do. They had they have Hopkins. They had Julio. AJ. Robert Woods. Well, he didn't die there. They oh. just they just don't like to have good receivers. They'd rather have the old ones. I can't believe they traded AJ Brown. Like yeah. what was that? I'll never I'll never understand that one. I can't believe I'm doing this. Okay. I, I I like the Niners too, but holy hell, I'm taking this. I think the Chargers are dead. They're lifeless. Brandon Staley's gonna get fired. They are in a West Coast team going to the East Coast. And even though they're playing the absolutely gutless Patriots. <laughs> At least Mac Jones isn't the starter anymore. It's one o'clock game, too. At Channing. least they have Bailey Zappi, and at least they're getting points at home against a team flying cross country. I don't like the pick at all, but the Chargers might be the most gutless team in the league right now. <laughs> Give me the Patriots plus five and a half at home. Okay. I like that pick. And it's a one o'clock game. That's right. You know, so they didn't even give them the courtesy of uh Nope. Jet lag. I feel like Vegas is going to clean up this week. I mean, these lines are just spooky. I mean, can we look at the Detroit Lions line? That line sucks. Yeah. That sucks. The Lions are four and a half favorites on the road in New Orleans. That's, that line just scares me, terrifies me. I do. I, I like the Lions for that one. Do you? Yeah, I do. I amble in AG. I right? mean, in the old turf. Yeah. I hope so. I hope they so. They know their way around the big easy. Okay. Um, okay, well, I am... Looking right now, oh, I'm on the wrong. Oh, a little Uh-oh, spooked out. Well, we don't do, Hank doesn't do, hasn't done picks in a minute. So I'm going to steal Hank's pick. Oh, oh wow. Wow. I'm going to take Hank's Gutless stuff. owner. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you guys probably think, <laughs> gutless owner. Uh, here he goes. You guys probably think I would take the obvious line here. Here he goes. Kansas City minus six. That's a layup. Of course, Kansas City is going to beat the Packers. They fucking stink. That line makes no sense. That line makes zero sense. That line should be nine and a half in favor of Kansas City. So you got to take the Packers here. The Packers are going to backdoor cover this thing, plus six. It's going to be one of those weird games. Kansas City wins it, but it's going to be clunky, forgettable, whatever. Packers cover plus six. I hate the pick, but it just makes no sense. Wow, rooting for a division rival. Not Didn't we to get cover, to cover, it? not to win. He's like, go he pack, yeah, go. He's got he like is. a cheese Stealing hat on. Stealing yeah. his pick. <laughs> yeah. Taking the Packers. Was that your pick you wanted? <laughs> no, you stole, you stole Hank's pick. I stole yeah. Hank's pick, yeah. You did. Yeah. Okay, Hank owes me a few. I, 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 like, wipe, I like wipe that dog's Keeping ass. tabs on yeah. Hank now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go 
Eastish Coast team visiting West Coast. <laughs> Eastish. We, we got the Cleveland Browns <laughs> going it's in. Not an East Coast team, man. Eastish. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> little Midwest. ish on there. Little ishy. Going into LA. It's insane. This line doesn't really make sense. I thought it would be more Watson not playing. I think Flacco's getting the start, if I'm not mistaken. For the Browns? Browns. Yeah, I think so. Or or it's PJ Walker, That's one of the crazy. two. Ishy. Um, give me the Rams minus three and a half. Stafford, Puka Shell. Go wild. They're gonna win by seven. Give me the Rams. Ishy. All right, well, there's our picks. I don't feel good about mine at all. Me I hate either. what I did. I just bet really uncomfortable. Me That's either. all I could really do because, you know, realistically, I'll probably take the opposite teams and just tease them. <laughs> Lou, Lou, who was your first pick? Um, I had... Col- you had Colts? <laughs> oh, I had Colts and uh, Rams. Oh, okay. I think me and Frank did... Uh, oh, no, you did the, the favorite. I was going to say we did dogs this week. I did all dogs. I oh, no, the San Niners Fran's was, the favorite. Yeah, yeah. San Fran's the wrong. favorite. Yeah, wrong. 12 and 4 last week, the favorites... Might be a big dog week. I think Vegas is going to absolutely bitch Clean slap everyone house. around. I might be just looking for like anytime touchdowns. <laughs> that might be my kind of week. Now I'll probably throw in a big teaser. Okay. Yeah. There he is. Um, just looking at notes here. What do we got? Seattle, Dallas, Thursday night. That should be a good one. It's kind of too good of a game for Thursday, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. Um, a pooper on that one. Yeah, pooper scoop. Uh, we should start. I mean, unders stink, but man, these primetime games, all the unders hit. All of them. They literally all hit. Yeah, they never go. Over. The Monday night game was like tough to watch. Last I didn't watch week. it. It was bad. I had Minnesota, of course, money line to finish off a parlay, <laughs> and like, oh the well, Bears... root for the. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're rooting against the Lions. <laughs> fucking Bears don't go score fuck a yourself, touchdown. Man. Go won. fuck yourself, you rat. <laughs> you fucking call me Oopsie. out, and then like two minutes later, you took like a worse one than I did. At least I took a to lose lose. It was a win win game. It yeah. Was a, Win-win not really. Bears win. It doesn't matter. They're not catch. We needed yeah, the Bears. They might get us. We needed they the Bears. They might catch us. I thought oh. that was a win-win situation. Minnesota wins. I win a little cash. They lose. Did you guys see the guy? The I'm not listening to you. Did you guys see the guy? Turkey boy. Did you guys see the guy who took uh, Hawkinson uh, first and last touchdown? And no. it was the only fucking touchdown scored, so he won like 2500 bucks. Wow. wow. Yeah. It was like nice a $10 bet. bet. Our buddy did that once with Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah. JJ? <laughs> JJ. Yeah. <laughs> One touchdown. He did Literally. Hunter Renfro first and last. He hit. Yep. Yeah, and he was the only touchdown. It was when the book wasn't even open at Greek Town. They didn't have the bar, the bar stool area open. It was in that old little dingy corner. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's the score of the Wings game. Two uh, one Red Wings. That was when we went for my no birthday way. actually that weekend. Oh my I god, dude! So you guys, I have the best fucking bet. Uh, actually, no, it's not the bet. It wouldn't have hit. So I'm glad I didn't take it. But. I want to let everyone know about this Red Wings bet. It didn't hit today, but it is like if I would have taken it today, I'd be six and three on it. Okay, which is good rate. Uh, when the Wings are dogs, you t- you parlay first period over one and a half, which is usually around like minus one seventy five. You parlay it with Wings plus two and a half. So if the Wings are dogs, first period over two goals combined for the both teams. Okay, mm-hmm. both teams combined. Uh, wings plus two and a half. Heavy track record. Six and three, three. after today. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I didn't right. take it today, though, so I got lucky. But I would have totally taken it today. And it only works when the wings are dogs. If they're favorites, it kind of like the odds get all fucked up. You heard okay. it here first. It's a good bet. We're going to follow up on that next week. If you've never week. taken a first period over, the one and a half is just like an exhilarating bet. Yeah. It rocks. That there bet rocks. And then if the wings go up two nothing or one nothing, you're kind of chilling. Yeah. It's a good bet, guys. I'm telling you. I'm going to sell people on that bet. Uh, Deshaun Jackson retired. I saw that. He just, I just retired at your today. Notes here. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, today. 
Deshaun Jackson retired? Guy's been in the league still? I don't know. I thought he retired in like 2019. There's guys who just no like idea. hang around and don't actually retire. It's, like, did Des Bryant actually retire? Like, I don't think yet. Like, is Kaepernick retired? No. No. Right. That's my knowledge. People are just waiting on phone calls. <laughs> who was the other guy from Cleveland? Did he retire? Who got caught smoking? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, yeah. I think he's playing in, I think he's in one of the shitty leagues. AFL, you know, XFL, CFL, yeah. something. XFL. They're going to ride. He's going to come back. How nuts was it to see like Julio on the Eagles the other day? It's an eyesore. Yeah. Weird. Not something I wanted to see, I'll be honest. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap up the show. Um, Jerry sent over the over-unders. We appreciate you, Jerry. Jerry's been working overtime for Champagne lately, so I appreciate all the hard work. Uh, he said, LGRW wings don't, sin- wings don't stink. Jumped the gun on that one. Jerry is very fucking flimsy with if he likes the wings or not. <laughs> I guarantee if they lose tonight, he'll text me they fucking suck. <laughs> Number one on the list. We're leading off with you, Ice Cold Brulu. Secret Santa. Secret Santa over or underrated? Secret Santa. Um, I'm more of a white elephant guy myself. I'm going to go with overrated on the Secret Santa. Um, it's kind of like you just get a gift card, I feel like, or like something that you don't really know what to buy the person. And how does it work? Like they don't... You don't know who it is? Yeah, I think like you, you like kind of draw like names, I guess. You draw then... for who you're going to give a gift to. Right. So you don't know who you're receiving a gift from. Yeah. Yeah. And then you tell them after they open it? Yeah. Yeah. It was me! Yeah, it was yeah. me the whole time. <laughs> you like it? Like a Scooby-Doo. Fuck that. Like White elephant. Scooby-Doo. Dude, I'm with you. White <laughs> elephant gang. Right. I'm just going to take over. Yeah, I'm going. Right. Overrated. Yeah. Overrated. I actually just realized as you guys explained this, I do this with my in-laws family. <laughs> so clearly I'm very involved in Christmas with my in-laws. But I, no, yeah. Secret Santa, overrated. White elephant gang. <laughs> I agree. Overrated. White Elephant, far superior to Secret Santa. Does anyone know why it's called White Elephant? No. I actually don't. Let's do that real quick. I think that's... I think that's oh, it, my God. Korean Corn Dog just came up. Uh, <laughs> order one. White Elephant, me. Go pub it. So, what, I, I mean, like, wh- what do you do on a Secret Santa, too? Like, you have to kind of give, like, a gift card or else it's, like, weird, right? I, what, like, Secret Santa? Like, hey, I got you a perfume. It's, like... You so don't know what I'm fucking wearing. I don't right. know if my in-laws are pervert. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's that serious, Chandler. So I gotta be like, so I, I'll be. I mean, I don't like how we do this, but I'm just gonna like. So the way we do it with my in-laws, like my wife's got three siblings, and they all, you know, they have significant others and stuff. And the way we do it is like, it's just there's no, it's ridiculous. Like we all do this app, and like it scrambles the names, and we all get our secret Santa. No one knows who we get, and then. Everybody sends like the one thing that they want and, and that's it. And yeah. we buy that thing and we give it to them and it, there's no, there's, no element of surprise there's no. nothing to it. Like yeah. literally I asked for like a pair of pants last year. I just got the pants. Like that's it. There's nothing to it. It's not like anybody sends like four options and you don't even have a surprise. If you're going to do it, it's got to be a surprise at least. Right. And yes. And we've been pushing to change this thing to a white elephant for years, but it's just secret Santa, but it doesn't even matter. You just like, you might as well just everybody just Venmo each other the money and go buy the thing you want. Right. I'm, I'm glad you're ripping on your wife and her family. Lou's ripping on his girlfriend <laughs> for getting them pants. Yeah. And your dog. Good and guy fucking Chandler yeah, over there. Huh? Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Cool. You happy. You feel the good standard. about your fucking pot. Yeah. You the just standard. Yeah, nice dude yeah tell us about the pot again all right white elephant is a property requiring much care and expense and yielding little profit definition two an object no longer of value to its owner but value to others number three something of little to no value so 
I think that's why White Elephants is like new. the $20 limit. Yeah. You know? um, okay. Number two. Glad we hashed that out. Number two, me, Scott Hansen. Oh, man. Scott, this is like a tough one for me. Scott Hansen. Uh, I love making fun of Scott Hansen. Same. It's like my favorite thing in the world to trash the guy. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't think I'd want anybody else doing it. Like, I kind of love laughing at him. He just gets like, he just does the, like the thing he does. You know, it's just like, oh, let's get over to Seattle where, look at this. He fumbles it, picks it up, fumbles it again, and it's a cover by the defense. <laughs> like, it's like he's never seen a, a fucking play like that before in my life. And that's when I just like love to see him. And he's like, oh, look at this. Someone's dressed up as me. Isn't that great? Thanks, Tommy, for watching. I'm going to say he's underrated. I can't imagine anybody else in the position, um, but I do love to make fun of Scott Hansen. We've got a score Agami here today. Yeah. Scott Hansen, it's going to be one of those guys where I feel like when he's gone, I didn't appreciate him enough when he was in the position, but like, I just can't take it anymore. Like, I really can't take it. Like, I can't <laughs> I, I, listen I can to his mean. cheesiness and like the same, like, and we're going to go to Houston where something just happened. Yeah. Like, he, it's always like a cliffhanger and you're like, fuck, they got the ball. It's the team I'm betting against. Yeah. Like, Sometimes it's just like a nice move to pick up 10 yards. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, usually I can sniff out Scott and, and see where he's going with it. But to me, he's overrated. Uh, get someone else on there. Get someone a little less cheese dicky and a little more um, with the times. <laughs> Fair enough, Chandler. Um, he is better than DirecTV's guy, Andrew Ciliano, or Siciliano, I think his name is. Okay. Have you guys ever heard him? Wild dog and one of your own. Yeah, I mean, if you suck, you suck. I don't care who you are. <laughs> um, Hanson's definitely better than him, but he is cheese dicky, as some say. I agree. Um, and the one thing that does bother me is when there's like a team punting and he's showing the punt and there's another team that's on like the 50 driving the ball. And you're like, why the fuck are we watching the Browns punt when Dallas is moving in? Like, I know they're not in the red zone, but like we're not missing anything by the Browns punting the ball away right you now. Think he's controlling that. Yeah. Uh, yes. He I do. barks at them. Everyone, yeah. you know, Hey guys, Hey guys, let's go to here guys. Let's go to Tampa guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll do that. But yeah, it's just, like, he's like, you know, seven hours of career, all that, and like, and he's like, and the Octobox. It's like, oh, thank God, it's the smallest screen I could ever imagine. Right like, now, hit the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> Where wins become and lost. He's always like, I think it's time, guys. I think it's time. Ring the bell. Like, it's just like, okay, relax. It just yeah. it happens at the same hour every week. I appreciate what he's doing, but though. Yeah, he's excited about he's it. He's excited yeah. about it. I'm gonna give him an underrated. It's gonna nice. be. He's gonna be nice. We're gonna miss him. Cheese Dicky though is exactly what yep. he is. Number three. Channy, thank you. Sirius XM. Ooh, Sirius XM. So I'm a, a shareholder of Sirius XM. I actually bought it when I was 18. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I, I bought a lot of Sirius XM when I was younger because it was in the shit. Um, so I have nothing bad to say about Sirius XM. I listen you're like to on it the in board. my car. I, I'm good with it. Sirius XM underrated. Yeah, I'm with you, Chaney. I've had it ever since I got my car. It's awesome for like road trips. I'm going hunting, that type of stuff. You can listen to all the NFL games. Um, my, I listen to all the college games on it. I do stand up once in a while. New songs are on there. You listen to the radio, you hear the same fucking ten songs all the time. Like at least you get a little bit of juice, some some genre, some genre uh, mix up. I like XM. Underrated. Hey, yeah, uh, I am a serious guy until the uh, the trial runs out. Then they call you 650 times, and I tell them to please stop calling me. 
The only time I redid it once was like they literally were like, "You can have it for a." dollar. You can haggle the shit out of them. I oh, do it dude, every year. You get year. down to like a dollar. Yeah, I, like, I think I, I pay a like eight bucks a month. A for month. Six yeah. months. <laughs> yes, that's great. Like, sure. Yes. So that was great, and I do like it when I have it, but I'm not. I don't have it now, and I'm not missing it. So I'm just gonna say overrated. But I do wish I had Vsin could listen to the, the, yeah. the Vegas Gambling mm-hmm. Network. But I just listen to. We just do our own thing. So who cares? We're Vsin. <laughs> we're better than them. Fuck them. Number four. Back to me. I don't know. I have no idea. I think Ezo. it's me, yeah. Okay. The dollar store. The dollar store. Don't really go to the dollar store too often. Wow, rich guy. Yeah, sorry. Um, overrated. Not Nothing there for me. No thanks. Yeah, I agree. Even when like I was going to the dollar store a lot, like you just realize like I should have just spent the three extra dollars or whatever it was for like this shampoo. Regular soap. Yeah, my skin yeah. hurts or something like that. Yeah, I think it's overrated. I'll say the dollar store is underrated. I'm like not going there for like my body wash or anything, but you need napkins, you need plates, you need little little things Shitty around ditties. the house, you know, like those plugins you put into the wall. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, dude, the dollar store serves its purpose. So I'm When's gonna the last say, time you've been to the dollar store, Chandler? Last time I've been to the dollar store, probably before our golf end of the year party. Okay. So All about right. two so, months ago. So, okay. All right. Fair. Hey. Underrated. Fair enough. Number five. Crazy. Blue cheese. Wow. Blue wow. cheese. Wild. I think Jared. we're all on the same page here. Wild. Right? Blue cheese. Underrated. Former hater of blue cheese. I've come around. I've grown up. I'm an adult. I put mushrooms on my steak. Blue cheese. <laughs> underrated. Blue cheese. Underrated. Best blue cheese in Metro Detroit. Mavericks in Shelby Township. You can't have the wings without that blue cheese. Underrated. Beat me to it. Channy was going to say the same thing. Shout out Mavericks. Uh, blue cheese, underrated. Go get it. Dip your wings in it. Maybe a little salad, too. A little uh, cob salad. Yeah. Why not? Cob salad. Wedge. Underrated. Blue cheese crumbles rock as well. Oh, yeah. Blue cheese olives. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty martini. Stuff them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, blue cheese. We'll end it for episode 129 of The Fizz. We thank you all for listening. Uh, We appreciate you dealing with our scheduling chaos, but uh, we'll be more consistent for you. We love doing them in person. We appreciate you listening. The best thing you can do for us is just tell a friend, share this with somebody, and then follow us on social media. So if you guys do that, we really appreciate you. Um, And that's episode 129, and we will see you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace. All aboard!